0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Capricorn Season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm an artist, an astrologer, and a somatic intuitive. In these audio horoscopes, I'll outline what I perceive as the main areas of focus for each sign in the month ahead, and give you creative, embodied, and practical suggestions for working with this season's biggest opportunities and challenges. Remember that horoscopes describe general energies, and it's up to you to get specific. Listen with your intuition turned on and your mind open. Take what works, leave the rest. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign is determined by the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. To learn more about what's coming up in the next 30 days and the major themes of 2020 in general, make sure to listen to Break Down to Breakthrough, Through, the embodied astrology episode for Capricorn season. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. If you're hungry to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month and receive access to an extended monthly forecast and printable astro journal that gives you detailed day-by-day breakdowns of the planetary aspects and lunar cycles, and suggestions for how to work effectively with their energy. Subscribers also get discounts on year-ahead birthday reports, online classes, live events, and the Embodied Astrology Basics Handbook. Speaking of live events, I would love to see you next month in Portland, Oregon. I'll be giving a talk on the astrology of 2020 on Saturday, January 4th at 7pm at Psychic Sister on Alberta. The next day, Sunday, January 5th, come hang out with me from 11 to 4 at the People's Yoga Northeast, where we'll continue to explore the amazing astrology of 2020. I'll teach you how to work with your own chart and we'll play with fun, creative and embodied approaches for working with astro energy for manifestation, vitality and joy details for both events are in the show notes or on my website embodiedastrology.com in the play and learn section under live events all of my audio horoscopes guided meditations and podcasts are offered for free i know how helpful astrology can be for making sense out of the world and it's important to me to keep this work financially accessible especially during these crazy times in the world if this work benefits you in your life please support me to continue making it You can make a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. And, side note, recurring monthly donors get access to the awesome subscriber content. The number one way you can support this work is to share it. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Embodied Astrology. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message and I'll be right back at you with your horoscope. Gemini, welcome to your horoscope for Capricorn season. So this season is bringing a lot of energy into our lives. This energy is a deep change energy, a deep transformation energy, and there's a lot of emphasis on letting go of old ways of being. Now all of us are going through this collectively and each of us are going through it individually in the um, unique ways that we're experiencing this in our lives. As I look at the Gemini solar chart, the main um, focus of this release and transformation energy that I'm seeing has to do with uh, a kind of energetic space that you can occupy in yourself and also in relationship with other people that is a more unconscious or subconscious energetic space that may manifest as um, insecurities, inhibitions, shame, the feeling of debt, and that could be material debt as well as energy. Energetic debt or obligation, um, and also deep desires, deep desires that may or may not be realized, and deep fears, fears that may or may not be realized. So think about the ways that your energy gets um, held up and gets hooked onto. Um, some kind of of object and the object could be a fascination, a desire, uh, a longing. The object could be a fear, please, you know, never let that happen or uh, a kind of insecurity that you may have. Again, this could come through with yourself and also in relationship to others. It's a very, um, you know, this kind of energy that I'm talking about is often really hard to talk about, because the the complexity of these kinds of feelings where our energy gets hooked is always layered. So there are always deep stories and core narratives that are part of these hooks. Um, For example, if there's a a debt, um, a feeling of um, lack of value and obligation, could easily become entwined and entangled with deeper narratives around value in the world, around the sustenance you did or did not get as a young person, around ancestral experiences, um, narratives that you may have built around identity factors such as your gender or um, race or body size or things like this. And the debt itself will start to take on these magnificent proportions. And every time you feel into it, then this whole complex of uh, other stories and narratives gets triggered. So when I'm talking about the the space that's getting transformed for you, the easiest thing for me to call it is the space of shadow. And the space of shadow, how I conceptualize it is the space where we kind of hold things a little bit at a distance. Often, it's easier to turn away than to look, look directly there. Um, However, for the Gemini personality, especially this space of shadow has quite a lot of intrigue to it. And there are ways that you might be really interested in working with your own shadow side or working with um, ways of being that might be in um, the shadow of our culture in a more kind of like status quo shadow, and by that I mean taboo things that that other people aren't so comfortable with, um, you might actually be fascinated and really interested in. So the space of shadow is not necessarily only an avoidance space, it can also be a really magnetic space, it can be deeply compelling. um, And it's really rich in the kinds of of content that it has there. Because as I said, the content that's there is uh, multifaceted and multi layered, it's very complex um, with with roots of experiences twining into all kinds of uh, other experiences within your life. So a lot of different circumstances and experiences may be what I'm talking about um, to all the mini Geminis who might be listening. So again, please listen with your own intuition turned on if anything that I'm saying is clicking something for you, then go with it. Now, I want to say that over the last decade of your life, you have been learning about this shadow space. And this may have been uh, a learning that results from an increasing fascination, it may be learning that results from experiences in your life that force you to contend and comprehend this kind of energy. Um, it may be anything in between. But over the course of these last 10 years, and depending on your natal placements, um, this energy will have been stronger um, at various times more than others. Um, But over the course of this time, you have been learning something about your own relationship to this more hidden subterranean kind of energy, and how you want to work with your deep desires, and also your deep fears, the ways that you uh, have your energy held up or held on to um, fascinations, obsessions, debts, wherever you um, feel an energetic weight or an energetic anchor that is pulling you into some kind of, um, you know, very intense kind of of focus on something and so for some people this definitely happens with fear you know and insecurity i'm i'm fearful of something happens so i'm gonna ruminate and obsess about it and do everything i can to avoid it happening and that might even be not thinking about it but that obsessive kind of quality will manifest in um in other more direct lines of focus, but at the heart of it is some kind of insecurity or some kind of hang up. This can also manifest with desire. Um, to to really deeply long for something, and especially to long for something that might be harder to attain, that might be um, something that you actually feel some insecurity about or shame about, or there's a narrative around what it is that you want, um, that for whatever reason makes it bad or off limits um, to yourself or to other people this can also create a kind of energetic weight Um, if there are obligations or debts between you and other people and that could be material or energetic um, so something that is expected in terms of behavior attention etc or some some kind of literal debt of of time energy or resource um, these can also act as weights of some kind and so in this last decade, you've been learning through these kinds of experiences, how to work with your own energy and how to work with your own energy of fear of desire of obsession and of transformation. When you work with this kind of energy, you have to work with a lot of layers because it's so complex. So as you start to um, work through one layer, then you get to another, you've probably had several experiences in these last um 10 years, 11 years, where you recognize some way of being that is natural for you, uh, or desire that you have to be in a particular way um, that you need to incorporate that you need to come out about in some way or another. And over the last two years or so, there has been an increasing sense of uh, momentum and stability within this kind of, of recognition. Um, there's more support for you to do this kind of work for you to, to own um, your authentic experience and to integrate it in ways that are appropriate for you. Um just in the last couple of weeks, there's actually a big boost of energy that wants to to help you that wants to bring a kind of uplifting experience into your life and uh, buoyancy, so that you can really celebrate these parts of yourself so that you can learn as um, completely as you possibly can what the potential of these experiences you've been going through is, and how you want to work with the, the result of these experiences, which is your expanded capacity and understanding of yourself. Now, as we get into Capricorn season, starting on the 21st of December, a lot of energy is coming in that is um, really big and, and deep kind of breakthrough and change energy. Um, on the 25th or the 26th depending on where you are in the world we'll have the first of two eclipses in Capricorn season and this is a solar eclipse at four degrees of Capricorn so check your natal chart and see if you have any planets or points at four degrees the energies of these planets and points will be highlighted if so. Um, What's coming in at this time right at the beginning of Capricorn season is some kind of recognition and this recognition has to do with this peeling back of the layers of going, oh, that's what's underneath this kind of feeling, or that's what's underneath this uh, energetic hook and it's like you get to the bottom of something you can have a pretty profound insight that seems to maybe come out of nowhere your subconscious and unconscious minds is really ready to expand so this is an excellent time for you to engage with deep self-inquiry meditation or something something similar and the question that you want to ask yourself is what do I need to let go of in order to open more fully to my own energy and there's something here about letting go of fear and letting go of control. Um, And control includes your desire uh, to control the world around you to control other people, um, your fear of being out of control, and also the ways that you get involved in relationships that then have control over you. So there's a need right now for you to be in right relationship with control, and um, to not let it manipulate you and to not let it shut you down. As we get into the kind of middle of Capricorn season, from the 10th through the 13th of January, we reach the crux period of this change energy and this transformation energy. There may be... um, some really specific circumstances that you experience around this period of time. For some people, it will be more subtle and energetic. For some people, it will be blatant and obvious in the external world. But something is coming to a head. There is a reckoning point. And again, this reckoning point has to do with how you hold yourself energetically and the ways in which your your energy gets hooked and it gets weighted down and you want to get to a space again where you feel accountable to your own energy and like you can open up to a clear flow and that clear flow means that you're not going to be manipulated or sidelined by fear or control or insecurity and that you uh, can see your desires for what they are you can um integrate them in healthy, consensual, balanced ways in your life. And you're not going to apologize for ways of being that are actually fine for you to be that way. There may need to be some accountability or atonement in another way. Um, There may be apologies that are necessary to give for some people. But if those apologies are coming out, then they're coming out because it's the release of an energetic weight that you've been carrying. Now, during this period of time, on the 10th of January, we have our second eclipse. This is a lunar eclipse at 20 degrees of Cancer. So again, check your natal chart. Notice if there's any planets or points at 20 Cancer. Again, these points are specifically um, exaggerated and amplified by this eclipse energy. This eclipse is um, really a big kind of warm loving embrace for you and a call for you to recognize your innate and intrinsic value. Love yourself, forgive yourself, the more completely you can hold yourself and recognize your, your worth and your value, the more fully you can integrate, you can get out from underneath the, the oppressive thumb of the insecurities or the fears, um, the more you can bring abundance and resource into your life. So good ways to, to practice honoring this energy would be meditating um, on softening your inner body, on um, trying to cultivate a feeling of receptivity and welcoming uh, what is good and abundant into your life, welcoming love and welcoming the realization of your desires and um, doing what you can to, to really connect with the core or the root of your desires, um, so that you understand kind of purely what their essence and energy is about and what you want to bring into your life. Um, Make sure to check in with me for the new moon and the full moon I always offer some way to attune to the lunar energy. And of course, there's a lot that's going on in the sky over Capricorn season. And uh, I offer an extended monthly subscriber edition where I go through all of the astrology, I talk about what planets I'm looking at, what signs, etc, and give suggestions for how to work with those energies. in general, and as a, a kind of wrapping up of this horoscope, I want to say that Capricorn season is a, an incredible portal for you to open into a deeper and more satisfying realm of your existence. And the key for you is to turn and face anything that feels like you've been keeping it in the shadow and to recognize that the shadow is extremely rich. There's a lot for you there. I'm wishing you all the best in Capricorn season and beyond. Thank you for listening and bye for now. Just a reminder that I'll be offering two live events the weekend of January 4th in Portland, Oregon, and I would love to see you there. Check the show notes for more info or go to embodiedastrology.com and find my live events in the play and learn section. Happy New Year!